This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Are you still there? Yes, good morning. How morning, are you? Sir. There he is. How are you? Good. We were speculating. Just answer this question. We're not going to do a deep dive. How far are you from the Amish communities that we are familiar with up in Pennsylvania? Are you near oh, any? That's a good question. I, I think I'm about, I want to say I'm about an hour and a half. Oh, okay. So you're not that close. Never been there. Okay. 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 Well, I'll tell you where you have been. You've been around watching a lot of baseball. And we got a team. Talk about this series the Braves are having in Cincinnati. A lot of people are looking at that as Cincinnati's like on fire right now. And I was talking to Greg yesterday. I feel like Cincinnati's kind of like St. Louis in one of those cities. When the team is on, the whole city buzzes. Um, because, you know, the baseball is big there. And Cincinnati's been a while for them. But thoughts about what we're seeing with them. And are they going to be able to maintain this, especially this young phenom that they have that's come in and really energized their team? Yeah, Ellie De La Cruz, uh, I think, is on the way to uh, becoming one of the game's top players. I think you've seen it in his first 15, 22 hits. That's great. Uh, 10 RBIs, the cycle, uh, all the different things, and he has all the skills. Regarding the quality of the team, I would be concerned about their pitching staff because they're basically winning by outslugging teams uh, with Hunter Green on the I.L., uh, they've got a rookie that's come up, Abbott, that's been very good. But some of their other starters, um, they're, they're a little dicey. Uh, and I think maybe they could change that by making a trade or two at the deadline. But I think if they're just going to try and outslug teams, uh, that it might not always work in their, in their favor. It, I guess it worked on Friday. It didn't work as much on Saturday. They're pretty good, though. They have a lot of energy, uh, and they have these young guys. And it's not just Dilla Cruz. Uh, Matt McLean's pretty good. Uh, I think they're like the Pirates were like a flavor of the month in like April when they were 29. But if you looked at like the skill that was on the team, they didn't necessarily match the part. Uh, I think the Reds are a little bit closer, but for the the starting pitching, they're decent in the bullpen. Uh, the starting pitching would have me questioning things, but the young talent on the team is uh, it's an impressive mix. Uh, and as I said, they can fix some things by making some deals. You know, I was trying to think, Sam, the last time, and you too, Mark, th- there was one of those players that we're talking about, like De La Cruz, that wasn't um, an outfielder. They seem to be always an outfielder. This, this next, he's going to be what's next in baseball. Da, da, da. And I, I was trying to remember, who was the last player that was speculated to be an all-time player, a great player, that was an infielder? And the only Tatis? person – Pardon? Tatis, Fernando Tatis Jr.? Mm, okay, San Diego, yeah, and he got hurt. I don't know that – well, let me ask you this. Since he's re- since his return, 
Are you starting to see the glimpses that that brought on that conversation? Yeah, it seems that way. Um, the guy's got a 908 OPS. That's, uh, yeah, that's okay, fantastic. that'll do it. He's, been, he's also he's been great in right field, which I don't think people necessarily expected. But it seems like all along he might not have been playing the right position. Uh, in right field, he's a completely different defensive player. The arm plays great, and he can chase down balls very uh, impressively. See, and the reason I, I pause when I hear that sort of conversation, because we all remember that little experiment that happened with the Braves, if you're of a certain age, when they moved Chipper. Took Chipper off a of third base, put him in the outfield. Yeah. Eh, well, eventually well, he came back. Shortly, I don't think it was going to be out there to stay. Ron Gant's the one that, that, that comes to me. They took Ron Gant from second, moved him to third. That, right. was, that was tough, and he ended up going to the outfield. Yeah. So, uh, Well, we're talking about this Braves team and, we, and a little bit of Cincinnati, but where we sit right now, listen, you start off this, this, this series with Cincinnati and you figure, oh, okay, well, Cincinnati's showing why, you know, with the streak and what people have been saying and the, they're ranking in the division, they're really going to show this Atlanta Braves team that we are maybe the power in the National League. And I'll tell you, whatever happened that first game happened last night in the second game where you had a team that jumped out and the other team came back. Braves get the – get the win, they tie up this series. What are you thinking about this Atlanta Braves team right now, the times that they have been tested like what happened in this Cincinnati series? Uh, I think they look fine. I, like, I, wouldn't, I, I, I think they're in really good shape. And I think the reason that they are is because there is no clear-cut second team. Like every, every other team in the National League has flaws, and the Braves don't really have, have considerable flaws. The, the offense is unbelievable. It matches up very well with Cincinnati, uh, and they're strong in the rotation and strong in the back of the bullpen. And the guys that were maybe less strong, like Minter and stuff, uh, have, have been better. You have potentially one of the top closers. Uh, the lineup one to nine is as good as any in baseball. Uh, I, I think I, I, I wouldn't be particularly concerned. Uh, the rest of the National League, it's, it's like I had sent a note yesterday. I said, let's power rank the National League. And now I'm sitting here trying to do it. And I don't know who the heck's number two because there's like five teams, but they're all this level below. Like they're they're not. I don't think they're that close. Wow, folks, spending time on the Wayfront.com outline this morning with Mark Simon, and he is social. You can find him on Twitter at Mark A Simon says at Mark A Simon says. That being said, we you know we think about these other teams who are playing in other divisions and in other leagues. They did match up with the Phillies this week. They did take two those two games that they did get to play Philly in Philadelphia. Your thoughts about that, because some people will say those games are more important than what they have in front of them with the American League teams. Yeah, I think I was one of the people that said that, whether it was last week or two weeks ago. I I think they're definitely better than the Phillies. I, I don't necessarily know that it's that close. Um, now, the Phillies, are, their, their starting rotation can match up uh, pretty well with Atlanta, but I have a lot of questions about the way that they play in the field. Trey Turner has not hit like Trey Turner has hit. Uh, they're offensively not as strong in certain positions. Uh, I I don't like I if you paused it right now and said like how many games are gonna, the Braves going to win the division? But I think it's going to be ten to twelve. Like I I, I think they're going to be comfortably ahead of these teams. Maybe they'd see the Phillies in the playoffs, uh, but I don't know that I'd be particularly concerned so long as the the health of the team is intact. You know, yeah, you you, you kind of like this and. Miami, I mean, Miami's playing great. They got a guy batting 400 on the team. You just think the wheels are going to fall off, right? Yeah, and they're six back. Uh, they're, well, their run differential is negative 17, and, and that 
has me questioning what they've got on the rest of the team. Now, Ellie De La Cruz, if he can hit, you know, at a, if he can play at a pace where he's hitting like 320 with like 40 home runs, he can impact the game every day. I'm less convinced that Arise can impact the game every day just because of what else is around him. They don't, they don't have the stuff around him, and Alcantara has a five ERA, and I, I have questions about their bullpen, even if it's performing well. Uh, I know Iori Perez, they said they might slow him down. He's like the best thing they've got in the starting rotation. Uh, I don't see it. They might win 85-86, but I don't think they're getting into the 90s, which is the area that I think the Braves are going to live in. Braves might be the only team in the National League that, that could win uh, 90. I mean, that's, I guess, pissing the Diamondbacks a little bit. But I would feel a lot better about Atlanta than I do about Arizona. That's Mark Simon. Uh, can, Sorry. I'm brimming with confidence for you guys. You can hear it. Oh, right? right, well, thank, thank you. <laughs> Considering the Mets man that he yeah. is. Uh, Mark Simon joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Are we sleeping on the Diamondbacks? Are we just not thinking that whatever they're doing right now, when you talk about teams that are just, you know, that are below the Braves, they've got the most wins uh, versus everybody else in the National League. And you just figure eventually the Dodgers or the Giants or somebody else is going to rise to the top. But what don't we know about this Arizona team that may keep them there? Or do you believe they will slip? I think – I think they're in that 85 to 88 range. The lineup is very good. The speed of the team is very good. The defense of the team is very good. Um, Bolton's a little dicey. The rotation's a little dicey once you get past their their very best guys. I, I think they might lack the depth that an Atlanta has. The National League West could be any of four teams right now. I wouldn't even count out San Diego at this point, even though they're under 500. They might be the team that, that just needs to get there to get in uh, to be really dangerous. Um, but I, I mean, as far as Arizona goes, like their top two pitchers are very, very good. Uh, and the rookie has been fantastic, Corbin Carroll, in center field. He's like Dela Cruz-type numbers. But I just I don't, I don't think they're necessarily fully there just yet. I, I, <laughs> I think they're in that 85 to 89 range. Spending time on the waitforit.com outline this morning with Mark Simon. Always great to talk baseball uh, with him. Um, my goodness, well, we talked about the Braves. We talked about power rankings. You know, we're going to have the trade deadline coming up here. And do you think about anything? The Braves always make some type of additions. Which area do you think they should look for? Um, so I was thinking about this, and it's like they've got all these guys that play so many games. And, like, if one of those guys was to get – hit by a pitch and break his hand, uh, it would be problematic. So I would look for a guy that can play multiple positions. I don't know who that is necessarily at this point, though, because the, the guys on the teams that are really bad are not necessarily worth picking up. The other thing I looked at was starting pitching um, because you can never have enough pitching. And the guys that came to mind first were the Cardinal guys, Flaherty and Montgomery and Jordan Hicks in the bullpen. Uh, to add depth there, those were the first guys that I thought of. But like you don't need you don't need anything in the in the starting lineup necessarily. You might get a uh, essentially the equivalent of an acquisition if Bone Grissom ever comes back. Uh, so yeah, that that's where I would I would lean at this point. It's not like they're going to be in the market if Shohei Otani was going to get traded. Like he's not coming to Atlanta or anything like that. What did you think of that Angels game yesterday? And, and speaking yeah, of Otani, yeah, really. Uh, 
What was that? that? More to the to the awfulness of the Rockies than anything else. They are a rough rough watch. All right. Well, then let's ask you this: What? How do you explain the Angels, with arguably the two best players that the sport has has had over the last four or five years? Why they continue not to make any kind of playoff noise? Well, I, I think they're they're lacking in other areas. Uh, again, this, this goes back to what I was saying. Like the rotation depth isn't necessarily there. Um, bullpen's been pretty good. I don't I don't think they're a bad team this year. They're five over. Um, Rendon has not produced like Rendon produced in Washington. The expectation was there for him to be a lot better player. There are a couple of areas that they've been lacking this season. You can't just win with uh, with two guys. You have to have some some depth to the lineup, like Atlanta does. Um, yeah, I, I just don't think that they're fully there. But I, I do like they could win. They could make the postseason this year. It wouldn't shock me if they won 85 to 88 and got in with uh, one of those wild card spots. I think they're definitely a viable team this season, even as they talk of trading Otani. Uh, we're less than a half hour away from the first baseball game of the day. What, what, what do you? What's what's on your menu? What are you? What are you going to enjoy with <laughs> with the, uh, a game that starts at right 10 a.m. Eastern, right? Huh? <laughs> I'm going right to Mets Phillies, but sure, Cubs Cardinals. <laughs> so uh, let me say this: Stroman has pitched like a Cy Young winner type pitcher uh, so far this season. The, the team was built for him by getting Dancy Swanson to play shortstop because they now have a gold glove shortstop and they have a gold glove caliber second baseman. And he gives up so many ground balls to the middle of the infield and they just field every one. And he's at 99 innings and 67 hits. And it's not like he's blowing guys away with strikeouts. It's because the defense is really good behind him because they're, they're playing to what he does. And he just, he seems to be, in this mode this year where he's going to win the Cy Young uh, and be terrific. So if you're watching that game today, I would say watch for how good he can be uh, against a Cardinal team that uh, just has, has been worse than the Mets, just awful this year. Cubs, though, um, do we watch for them yeah, a- you after do. the break? Yeah, you do. So, so yes. Okay, I, I was going to say that. When I was trying to do this power ranking of the National League, if you look at it from an advanced statistical perspective, meaning you use these numbers like wins above replacement and all these different things, the Cubs come out better than a lot of the good teams. The Cubs come out better than the, the Dodgers. The Cubs come out better than the Giants. The Cubs come out better than the Marlins. The Cubs come out better than the Reds, although admittedly the Reds are a different roster than they were early in the season. Uh, the Cubs come out very close to Arizona. Uh, they're they're solid because the strength of the pitching uh, is there, and they're particularly good at a few different spots, uh, second base and shortstop. They're the best in the National League. Center field when Bellinger's healthy, they're the best. Left field with Ian Happ, he's been very good this year. So, yes, for sure. Um, they've lost some, some one-run games this year that they probably shouldn't have lost, but they're certainly a capable team, and they're better than the 37 and 38 that they've shown. They've been playing better lately for sure, certainly. Okay. I'm good with that. I, yep, I'm, that's I'm, one I'm, where the advanced well, guys tell you some stuff. <laughs> Sam knows I'm from Chicago, and that's my team, yeah, and so man. I should be getting worked up by the things you're saying, but I'm, 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 I'm good, meaning I've seen a World Series by them in my lifetime. I can, if another hundred years go by, I'm good. I saw one in my lifetime. 
which is what a lot of Cubs fans. Well, I think a lot of us. With. I think a lot of us are watching because Dansby's up there, and you know he he went up there, he took the cash, he's up there, and making a difference. And what are they going to do? And it, they seem like they position themselves to be a difference maker in the second half of the season. Listen, he better then hopefully this shortstop leaving Atlanta going up to Chicago will do better than the last one that left Atlanta and went up to Chicago, and that was Jeff Blauser, and <laughs> happened. So, yeah. yeah, let's just hope that the fortunes are different. Um, Mark, you got anything else on your mind? Because only when you come, you got something that's eating at you, something you want to get off your chest. Are we good? Are we, we covered everything? <laughs> Other than that the Mets are terrible, uh, <laughs> I, I don't think that I necessarily have that much else on my mind. Yeah. We, and well, uh, well, you know what I'm looking at? The Giants, too. Giants is really good, have been playing really well. The pitching's been great. They called up this catcher, Andrew Bailey, uh, Patrick Bailey, rather, and he's been fantastic. Like, the pitching staff's been great with him. Okay. Okay. We got plenty of time to reel on the Mets, so we just want to get this week out of the way. All know? right. We got the second phase of All-Star <laughs> voting that's going on this week, too, right? I know we got... Uh, we, we know who one of the starters will be from, from the Braves, but Braves have a chance to get several more. They do, uh, although I don't think it's going to be first base. I'm not sure it's going to be second base. Uh, catcher? It should be third base. Catcher? It should be catcher. It should be shortstop. Uh, should be shortstop? Uh, the guy you said wasn't going to be there? Uh, what? Yeah. What? We, we, can get, we can move past that pretty quickly here. Yeah. But, yes, it's not close. Like it, That's kind of ridiculous that Tim and Lindor – um, it's it's not close, uh, and not not in the outfield. I think the three other outfielders are, are having better years than Michael Harris. But Michael, if Michael Harris had hit like he's hit recently, then it would have been. But uh, not not so. And I think third base is a toss up. Um, but I think that'll just be a popularity contest. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's close. But um, like Arenado's been very up and down this year, uh, and so is Riley. So yeah, right. All right, we'll see. We'll, listen, that's why we're going to bring you back next week. We'll find out what's what. Yeah, we found out. And then we have plenty of time it. to rail on the Mets next week. We'll get into Scherzer and Verlander and all them guys. And you spent Scherzer had a good outing yesterday. Yeah, that was one. Oh, well, he still he got did. a losing record, right? Well, he had a good outing yeah, yesterday. Yeah, he ain't that dude. He'll be going to the Hall of Fame still, but this year everybody's going to tee off on him, him and Scherzer, and enjoy it. Mark, <laughs> I hate to end on that note, but thank you, man. <laughs> wow. I appreciate it coming on, and we look forward to having you back on here next week. I'm wounded, but you, you got it. Ah, yeah. you're fine. You're fine. You're, Thanks, you're a Mets fan. You're a New Yorker. It's- hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.